and welcome to KaneCast, a podcast that provides commentary on the economy and financial markets by the Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management Team. Hello, this is Jordan Greenhouse, Managing Director with Kane Anderson Rudnick. And with me today, I have Chris Armbruster, Portfolio Manager and Senior Research Analyst of the Kane Anderson Rudnick Mid-Cap Growth Portfolio. Chris, thank you very much for the time today. Chris, the fourth quarter of 22 saw some improvements in equity returns, supported by the expectations of the Fed potentially slowing down their tightening cycle as we move into 2023. Can you discuss some of these key additional factors that supported these returns during the fourth quarter? There are a number of signs that inflation is peaking or has already peaked. Each of commodity prices, shipping rates, and the M2 measure of money supply have cooled or slowed in recent months. As you may recall, M2 is the U.S. Federal Reserve's estimate of the total money supply, including all cash that people have on hand, plus all the money deposited in checking accounts, savings accounts, and other short-term savings vehicles such as certificates of deposit. At this point, we would even argue that the risk with inflation is somewhat asymmetrical to the upside, with readings of cooler-than-expected inflation likely having a stronger positive impact on equity prices then signs of elevated inflation would cause further sell-offs. The worries hanging over the market now are ones of economic growth. Large companies like Microsoft and Amazon have warned that business conditions are weak and set to get weaker, while businesses across many different industries are laying off thousands of workers. So stocks should be weak, right? Well, as longtime market observers know, stocks price in news months before it happens. And we would argue that this economic weakness has been working its way into equity valuations for a long time now. As more of the softness unfolds and numbers become more concrete, stocks are already looking through the downturn and rallying on optimism over the expectations when the upturn arrives. If we have a recession, we believe it'll be one of the most telegraphed recessions ever. We would also note that zero or near zero percent interest rates leveled the playing field for high and low quality companies through almost unlimited free capital. Now that rates have moved higher, we believe self-funding businesses are much better positioned to thrive. After years of all boats being lifted by the low interest rate tide, we are looking forward to an environment where better businesses are more structurally advantaged. Chris, what were some of the names that detracted most from the portfolio and what were some of the key contributors for the quarter? The bottom five detractors from the mid-cap growth portfolio performance for the quarter were implantable columnar lens pioneer Star Surgical, programmatic advertising platform Trade Desk, regional bank Signature Bank, cross-border e-commerce enabler Global E, and contract information database provider ZoomInfo. The detractor we wanted to spend more time focusing on this quarter is Star Surgical. More screen time and aging populations in a number of large countries continues to fuel demand for vision correction. In the U.S., for example, 75% of the adult population has some vision problem, and over 50% wear glasses, while in China, 80% of the population has some level of myopia, i.e. trouble seeing at distance. Many still use contacts and glasses, but a significant number opt for irreversible laser vision correction, which has a number of potential complications. Star Surgical has created an alternative to vision correction with its implantable columnar lenses. They can be inserted in the eye in a procedure taking less than 30 minutes, can be removed or replaced if needed, 
and do not have the same dry eye or halo effects of traditional laser vision correction. Its lenses are made of a proprietary material and over 1 million have been implanted in patients around the world with a tremendous safety track record. The key geography for STAR over the years has been China, which represents 55% of revenue and has continued to power higher, maintaining growth over 40% despite the impact of the country's zero COVID policies. The next leg of growth is set to come from the U.S., where the Evo Vision lens was approved at the end of March 2022. Early data points for sales sent the stock higher over the summer, but growth plateaued sequentially in the third quarter of 2022, and sellers erased all the gains the stock made over the summer. The company has signed singer Joe Jonas and basketball player Max Struss as spokespeople for the product and has already trained about 15% of eye surgeons in the U.S., so we believe it's just a matter of time before the combination of consumer awareness and physician comfort levels combine to restore growth. The top five contributors to the mid-cap growth portfolio this quarter are credit worthiness determiner Fair Isaac, technology insight consulting firm Gartner, analytical instrument maker Mettler Toledo, off-priced retail store Ross, and leading national supplier of agronomics and irrigation equipment Site One. The name we would like to spend a little bit more time with this quarter is Ross Stores. Ross Stores is one of the leading off-price retailers in the world. Over the last decade, department store woes and excess channel inventory have created ample supply for Ross's value-focused treasure hunt shopping experience. In the last recession, Ross took chunks of market share as consumers traded down to lower price points within plentiful assortments enabled by overproduction. Today, the entirety of the off-price channel is nearly as large as department stores in the U.S. Most of 2022 was tough for Ross as the global pandemic kept many of its stores closed and shoppers at home. Since Ross doesn't have an e-commerce channel, sales predictably suffered. When the world reopened in 2021, shoppers returned to look for deals and comparable store sales surged back in kind. That left the company in a tough spot for most of 2022, trying to show gains off robust comparables. As one might expect, the shares spent most of the year in decline. However, as investors began looking ahead to easier bogeys, the share price rebounded with a vengeance in the fourth quarter of 2022. Additionally, the company took steps to reset value in the stores amid a fierce pricing environment in retail and right-sized its inventory, putting the assortment in a good spot going into the holiday season. We would expect any upcoming economic downturn would be a better environment for Ross than for other retailers, as many consumers would find value in spending more at the attractive off-price channel. Chris, lastly, as we move into the first quarter of 23, what are some of the key considerations you and the team are evaluating from a portfolio perspective? In the months to come, Expect plenty of ink to be spilt on weakness in retail sales, industrial production, consumer confidence, and other point-in-time economic data points. Growth, which has been out of favor for at least 18 months now, may continue, on the whole, to underperform for a little while. But as this slowdown, soft patch, recession unfolds, it is valuable to keep in mind the exciting part of growth investing that we believe will deliver rewards in the years to come. Around the holidays, we saw a list of tech innovations that didn't exist 
on Christmas in the year 2000, but that today are integral parts of many people's everyday lives. The velocity of innovation on this list in just two decades has been incredible and has created tremendous shareholder value in a surprisingly short period of time. This list didn't even include radical advances made in other industries, like healthcare. We remain energized by our work trying to uncover the names that are going to be on lists like this in the future and hope to own the ones that can create great businesses out of that innovation. Chris, as always, thank you very much for the time and the insights you provide our listeners, and we look forward to speaking shortly. You have just listened to Canecast, hosted by Jordan Greenhouse. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. For more of our investing insights, head over to our website, www.cane.com. Canecast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rednick Investment Management. This material is provided as a matter of general information and is not intended to be relied upon as a forecast or research. The opinions expressed herein are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the opinions of CAR or its affiliates, are current as of the date and time of the recording, and are subject to change at any time due to changes in market or economic conditions. The information and opinions contained in this material are derived from proprietary and non-proprietary sources deemed by CAR to be reliable and are not necessarily all-inclusive. CAR does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of this information. This communication should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the listener. To the extent any performance is discussed, past performance is not indicative of future results.